this and Ziploc that Right on my waistline is why I kept that strap I remember nights, I didn't remember nights I damn near went crazy, I had to get it right Now I'm your favorite rapper's favorite rapper Hey, Now I'm your favorite trapper's favorite trapper The absolute truth, yeah, no joke Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Trap Draw podcast. We took a week off, but we're back. My name is Randy. I am joined by Mr. Tron Carter. TC, good afternoon to you. Good afternoon, Randy, or good morning where you are. Uh, you're you're back home in Denver, correct? Back home. Had a little had a little rest and relaxation up in northern Michigan. It was fantastic. Uh, was it pure? It was. It was. It started out a little warm. And then a front push through uh, early in the week, and then it was just couldn't have been any purer after that. Awesome. Any any wildfire smoke? Yes. I uh, hate that. Have you been getting any apologies from our neighbors to the north? I I actually I was going through. I hadn't been through Instagram messages in a little bit. Uh, I we I got a formal apology from somebody from Quebec. Well, that's very no nice of them. Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, listen, I apologize to you. Uh, Justin Trudeau splitting with his wife. I know he's your guy after 18 years. Hate that, Randy. I, I do too. Thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah, that took that one hard, but I, I wish nothing but the best for both of them. Also, I'd like to apologize to Mr. Jeezy. We, we didn't thank him off the top. So true. Apologies there. Got a couple other apologies that we can get to after we after we thank our sponsor, right? Well, let's let's thank our first one, H and B Holderness and Born. And listen, their new fall product just dropped, and it is money. The Lawson hoodie is soft. Nantucket and Sankity are great colors. Duncan Dart repeat is back for fall. TC, what what do these things mean to you? Yeah, we've sold a ton of the Duncan in our shop. Uh, it's it's this repeating dart thing. They got all sorts of new cotton, uh, you know, Peruvian Pima cotton stuff up. <laughs> I would say, like, I I obviously wear a lot of our stuff that we embroider up, but I would go to their site, hbgolf.com, type in NLU15 for 15% off, uh, and buy some stuff without logos on it because... A lot of the like this Lawson hoodie or some of the sweaters or like I got a preview of their spring stuff. The fall, the fall stuff is awesome. They got this Sankity color, uh, they got this Nantucket color, and you don't want to muck it up with a logo sometimes because this stuff is so nice and you want to wear it to church or you want to wear it to, you know, a nice dinner or that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been wearing the Carter, the Carter shorts a lot uh i'm not sure if they're named after me but i'm gonna act like they are (laughs) uh they got some rider cup uh like just just the rider cup itself logo stuff up on the site as well right now uh not the god-awful massive shield logo with all the stuff going on it's just the just the rider cup itself uh and then they've got some cherry hills usam stuff up right now as well on the site so uh i would invite people to, to to take a spin through the Jackson pullover was a big a big hit, but the Lawson is money. Uh, they got the Duncan in some new colorways. The Bird shirt is a is a personal favorite of mine. Uh, and then yeah, and then that's before you even get to all the cotton stuff that they've been coming out with. So thank you for the thank you to H and B for their support. They they are an awesome like truly a partner of ours. And and we've been in the lab on uh, office hours as well. Uh, I think you're you're hopping into some office hours with 
with Wolfie coming up here soon. Yeah, I got a seat in the classroom. He and I are talking Solheim Cup, which will drop in September ahead of the Solheim Cup. So very excited to get in there with Professor Wolfie. So anyway, uh, Randy, any other mea culpas, follow-ups, housekeeping of note? Um, I can't, honestly, I can't think of much off the top of my head. I did get a note asking if we were serious about the GZ book club stuff. I, I, I mean, Tron, I think I am. I, I think that could be a fun off season episode or two. You know, if we could ever get Jeezy himself on the podcast, what a coup that would be. But that that was kind of the the extent of last episode. I, I can't think of many apologies. Did you have some? Uh, yeah, I've got a couple. Uh, first of all, a couple literary agents have reached out and offered up Mr. Jeezy. So I think we'll have to take them up on that. Um, I, listen, hand up. I mixed up. Uh, I said Jonas Vinkegaard was Slovenian. He's Danish. Mm. I'm sorry, mm. Pocacis Slovenian. Yeah, um, that's a you tough know. One. So that was a tough one. What else? <sighs> Got all sorts of people. Not necessarily a mea culpa, just a follow up. All sorts of people from New England reaching out about Guido's Market in Great Barrington. <laughs> I mean, people are jazzed about that shout out. So. Uh, appreciate all the all, all the notes there. On the flip side, a lot of people reaching out saying. Uh, you know, TC, you need to try Dots pretzels. I've tried Dots pretzels. I don't like them. They're greasy as hell. They're not crunchy enough for me. They're totally fine. You know, they. I assume we're talking the Dots pretzels. They got that proprietary flavor. Yeah. yeah. They sell them at Ace Hardware. Listen, is it better than nothing? Sure. Is it what I'm reaching for, going seeking out when I go to the store? I can't say I've ever sought out Dots pretzels. Like I'm a I'm a Snyder's of Hanover guy. I've tried some of those really dark and crunchy ones from some of the other providers. I can get down with Oots from time to time, but uh, you know Snyder's is where it's at. Or or my hitters in in the Lufthansa Lounge over there. Of course, know? of course. So uh, otherwise, I don't think what else we got here. Uh, just some housekeeping notes. We're recording Owners Pod 2.0 next week. Still working on the YSL deep dive. We'll we'll get to some YSL stuff. There's some goat sacrifice stuff that's some new some new information has come to light. So I'm trying not to you know rush that one. Um, we've got NFL uh, like kind of regular NFL pods that we're going to do with Poosh and KVV this this upcoming season, and then we're getting some perfect clubs in the hopper. Yeah, too. And we'll have some chop, chop sessions. Uh, Cody and Neil will be back with some booth episodes. It's it's going to be, as always, a very eclectic uh, last, what, third of the year. Um, yeah. But we'll, we'll be some good stuff there. Randy, question for you. Yeah. Uh, you know, I know you hate, you hate the old-time crooners. I do. I hate like, their music. Like, like, like Sinatra, Dean Martin, all those guys. Tony Bennett died. Do you put him in that, in that category? I think so. Whether that's fair or not, I associate him with with those gentlemen. Um, you know, when when that news first dropped, I, I was a bit uncertain if we were talking about the basketball coach or the old singer. Uh, don't wish death upon anybody, but you know, was a bit relieved, I guess, that it was the singer, only because he led a, a very long, fruitful life. Was glad it wasn't 
my guy over at UVA. So yeah, TC, I, I kind of think of him as a crooner. Listen, he's honestly, I enjoyed reading some of the stuff about him uh, going to Central Park regularly and drawing, painting, just landscape scenes from Central Park. I thought that was a fun tidbit. But as far as his music goes, absolutely not. No thank you. That type of stuff makes my ears bleed. Okay. I'm glad we could gain resolution there on that. So uh, first of all, I wanted to lead it off with some some baseball trade deadline reaction Mm. from you. We'll, Mm. We'll bump sports up to the front here. Well, it wasn't a very active trade deadline for my Cincinnati Reds. I am of two minds. I think on the one hand, I was hoping they would add some veteran arms. I I think they need a starter, maybe two. Uh, They did not go out and get them. So I understand the logic, I guess, if the logic is, listen, the Reds have a good farm system. Everybody knows it. Everybody knew the Reds needed pitching. If, if, if a deal wasn't there, if they didn't like what they had to give up to get certain guys, better to hold firm. It's been a fun group this year. I don't know if they have the pitching to, to see it through to a division title. I don't think they're out of it by any means. Um, are, they, are they cooling off? Well, they've had two horrible games in Chicago the last couple nights where they've given up 36 runs in in two games. Jesus. Yeah. uh, 36 runs? Yeah, yeah. Our our buddy Luke Maley has pitched both nights, which is which is not good. I think he's given Wait, up. He's a catcher, right? Yeah, yeah. They've brought him in for extreme mop up duty. I think he's given up like seven runs in two innings, like oh. four home runs. It's anyway. It's killing his ERA. I hate that for my guy. But I listen. A couple bad days pitching, uh, but I don't think they've cooled off. They're still in first place. They're half game up. I, I think it's a fun group. I think they're, the offense has cooled off a little bit from where they were a month ago. I, I think it's going to be a sprint to the finish between them, the Brewers, and the Cubs. I, I think it's okay. going to be a great August, a great September. Where I do think the Reds, they were not active at the trade deadline. I do expect them to be very active this winter. I, I would expect them to move some of their infield prospects, perhaps for some controllable starting pitching. Uh, so I'm very keen to see what they do come the owner GM meetings in December. But okay. I, I'm, I guess I was mildly disappointed they didn't pick up any arms. But I, I'm not, you know, I, I, I'm still willing to write my apology to Nick Crawl, the GM. Good. Okay. Well, we're we're counting on that. Um, yeah, and I would applaud him for. I think the easy thing to do would be like push the chips in too early. Yeah. Expedite the window. Instead of you know staying the course, uh, when did the reinforcements arrive on the pitching front? The two guys on the, either on the DL or prospect wise. I'm, I'm told Hunter Green's expected back in a couple of weeks by the third week of August, and then Nick Lodolo they're hoping to get back early September. The question with him is going to be if if he can get stretched out to start, or maybe he comes in as a bullpen piece uh, to be determined there. You know what's fascinating about this Red Squad? They they are it's entirely relying upon rookies and second year players up and down yeah. the roster. I mean, their ace right now is a rookie that they called up in uh, in May, I believe. So listen, it's 
it's truly uh i have no idea what's going to happen but it's going to be fun to watch as it unfolds i i just let's get out of chicago they got a chance to split the four game series tonight which is fine all you're ever looking to do on the road is is play 500 baseball and then they're going to get home the schedule lightens up a bit which i like um it's going to be good baseball it's going to be fun uh, yeah. to, to my brethren in Chicago, I wish you nothing but the worst of luck. To DJ Amen. and the cheesemakers in, in Milwaukee, you know, I don't really like you guys, but the Reds and Brewers are, are done for the year. So if we see them again, it'll be in the playoffs. And Bud Selig was a scumbag. For sure. For sure. Uh, Randy, I'm still at a point where I'm not watching the games. I don't, you know, I like the idea of baseball. Immaculate Grid is getting me back into it a little bit. <laughs> Uh, even though I, you know, I've got plenty of kind of, of repertoire from, uh, you know, 1990 to say 2005. And yes. then I've got kind of a, a 15, 16 year gap there. So it's, it's pretty, pretty challenging game for me to play. Um, but, uh, you know, and I struggle with certain teams like crazy, but, um, I was shocked to see the angels not, not move Otani. They have. I mean, you want to talk about pushing their chips in. They they are all in. I think they'll lose Otani at the end of the year. They'll receive, yeah. you know, a, a compensation draft pick is all they're going to get for him if they don't re-sign him. It's but crazy. They, yeah, they tried to add a few pieces. I mean, I guess good on them if if they felt like, hey, you know, let's let's try to at least win. Let's try to make the playoffs with Trout and Otani. I mean, that's it's what's crazy. Crazy. Man. They have like two of the five best players in like all of baseball, and they can't like they're struggling to make the playoffs. Yeah. It's just such an indictment of Arte Moreno and everything he's got going on over there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh so they're all in. Your Braves look really good. Oh, they, they're so good, Randy. They're they, so good. They picked up some, you know, just some reinforcements on the margin. I love love the bat that they got. Guy can play every infield position, contact first guy, you know, given given the, the backup catcher an extension. I love it. I'm bummed for Neil's Mets. Tough year for Neil to get back into baseball with his Mets. I know. What a, what a delicious train wreck going on up there the the scherzer stuff talking about how you know he was told they're not going to go for it in 2024 they're going to try to retool for 2025 and beyond that's awesome it, it, it spending 100 million dollars on prospects basically yeah i mean it probably hurts them a little bit in the otani sweepstakes i will see about that but yeah tough tough year for neil's mets but um I want to give a shout out to uh, DJ's White Sox. I really, really liked what they did at the deadline. I was, yeah, I was curious if they were going to move some of their younger pieces. The Dylan Cease was uh, a name rumored to perhaps be on the move. Luis Robert is a hell of a player. They have too. They had too much talent. They, it's. It's been awful. And and you have to wonder, TC, is it because they don't have Tony LaRusa there anymore manning the clubhouse? Totally. Was he the glue I mean, that held it all together? They have a long history, you know, guys like stand up guys like Tony LaRusa, Ozzy Guillen, uh, <laughs> you know, just some others. Some, yeah. <laughs> yeah, really, really uh really stand up gentlemen there. So Yeah. Uh big that that's enough baseball. I, I will say uh, 
macro level, I thought the trade deadline was a little disappointing. We didn't see really any of the superstars moved or yeah. it, it wasn't quite as active uh, as years past. I agree. You know, that's what, like, I prefer the trade deadline to the actual games. Sure. So, sure. you know, that's kind of the sport for me. So, uh, in other news on the sports front, Slam Ball is back. Huge. I'm stoked. Like, DJ and I are huge, huge Slam Ball guys. Now, are we declaring uh, allegiances? I, like, do you have a team? Well, I was blown away. Some of the some of the graphics, some of the 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 team uh, branding is is awesome. Like the mob, um, like you know, all the jersey releases they did are, are sick. Oops, like all the jersey releases they did are just sick. Uh, it's what Liv should have been doing. Like. Uh, just fantastic stuff. So, uh, I'm not ready to declare an allegiance yet, though. Okay. Okay. Are you? Um, now I'll hold off, but I do think we need to do that sooner than later. Yeah, we should probably, you know, I, and listen, I'm still trying to get the, the, you know, the rules down and all that, but <laughs> we've got the mob, the rumble, the slashers, the buzzsaw, the ozone, the lava, the wrath, and the griffins. Lava is pretty sick. Uh, Ozone's pretty sick, and then obviously slashers. You know, slashers. Shout out to our uncle Jews. Yeah, they've they've they won the championship in 08 as well. So, uh, you know, they're back. They're back for more. And I'd say the lava. Yeah. If if people are listening immediately when this pod drops Thursday night, August third, 8 p.m. ESPN two, you got the eight and mob taking on the six and two buzzsaw. I mean, you want to talk about a big game in slam ball? There you have it. Yeah, I think uh, you know the other people that are probably excited are orthopedic surgeons everywhere. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you want to talk about joints and and you know various ligaments and tendons and tissues blowing up. Mm-hmm. Slam balls, it man. Mm-hmm. So it's the best. What what a, what a reboot! I'm I'm so happy. I'm here for it. Speaking of happy. Uh, Spencer Hall was tweeting about this last week. Uh, the Miami booster, super booster, John Ruiz, the life wallet guy. Did yeah. you read this one? Well, I've, I've only since it, it looks like he's been committing massive, massive fraud. It's so sick. He had a 767, a what? private 767. What was he? He was reporting. Uh, oh, God. Let me see if I can find it. Oh, Spencer said Life Wallet had a nine hundred and sixty-nine million dollar revenue shortfall last year. Where based on like what they were reporting? Yeah, well, either reporting or you know that's what they were telling investors their projections. They only brought in twenty-three million. <laughs> God, that rules. Uh, yeah, it's. Uh, Spencer also said hearing from a very confident dude from Miami saying. Quote, this guy just gets it. And then immediately <laughs> running the window to place multiple bets on fraud and financial crimes. <laughs> so uh, it's it's awesome. I mean, the guy was like, he's he's deep in all sorts of real estate down there and all sorts of developments in Coconut Grove. You know, all the NIL deals he's been doing down there, probably going to dry up. Uh, God, what a disaster. It's so sick. I would encourage people to... Read the Miami Herald uh, deep dive into it that uh, came out July 31st, or it was updated July 31st. 
by uh, Ben Weeder and Jay, Jay Weaver. It's a, it, the, the headline is Red Flags on Top of Red Flags, Problems Mount for UM Athletics Booster John Ruiz. Like that's, that's the U should be the paragon, like at the top of the mountaintop for also, you know, any sort of fraud, malfeasance. Yes. You know, just pernicious behavior, you know? That's how we know they're back. Yeah. I'm trying to find the current uh, stock price. Oh, here we go. They were once valued. Let's see. According to this Miami Herald article, they were they were valued at over thirty two billion, not too long ago. And if I'm looking here currently, I see a market cap of five hundred and ninety six million. So thirty two billion down to five hundred and ninety six million. And their whole their whole business was basically getting they were basically buying up um insurance cases that are kind of in this middle market gray area of it would be like if you know a health insurance claim gets filed but it's really it's really from an auto accident or you know from a homeowner's claim or something like that and then they basically take it they would buy it off of the health insurance company <laughs> and then take it to the you know whichever other party has liability there and fight them on it and you know they're probably buying it for 30 cents on the dollar from Cigna or United Health or Florida Blue Cross and then taking it to the other one and trying to collect 100% and there's all that spread there in the middle so uh, just fascinating since they went public in looks like fall of 2020 and they've lost over 98% of their stock value since then. Good <laughs> shit. I'm surprised. I wonder if Solly's invested in this. This seems right up his alley. Yeah. I'm sure there's some sort of crypto element. Yeah. Yeah. You know, <laughs> um, Ruiz is uh, like recent divorce. There's all sorts of levels. Just go read the article. It's awesome. TC, speaking of the college sports, what's do like what's going on with this new alignment, realignment stuff? I honestly, man, I'm about ready to just unsubscribe from all of it. Oh, I've uh, I'm actually it's actually getting me back into college sports because it's so dysfunctional and dystopian and just greedy. It's just greedy. Uh, so my Colorado Buffaloes or my wife's Colorado Buffaloes left the Pac-12. For the Big Twelve, which is probably where they should have been all along. Yes. Uh, now you've got what Arizona, Arizona State, and Utah potentially going to the Big Twelve. Oregon and Washington potentially fleeing the Big Ten. Um, you know, Cal, we'll see what happens with Cal and Stanford. Um, granted, like in all the like Pat, Pat Forty had a great column yesterday. He's like, keep in mind that like lawmakers in California are trying to prohibit like state employees from going to the state of Nebraska because of their right. And it's like, all right, cool. Like, so we're, we're going to join the state, the state university of Nebraska in a conference. Like, how's that going to work? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you got Florida state's all bitchy. Cause they're like Florida state's gone 32 and 32 in conference play the last however many years. And they're, they're bitching about how they're not getting enough revenue and this and that. <laughs> Florida State, get the fuck out of here. They they suck. <laughs> that fan base, I'm I've had it with them. I, I Free Shoes University, you guys are the just just 
just awful. Get out of here. Just down market trash over there in Tallahassee. Mm, Scarm, but fair. You know, and then, yeah, it's just like nothing matters. You know, everybody's like, all right, so, so there, you know, it's all about student athletes and student welfare and all this. But like, meanwhile, they can't, like, you know, all the schools are crying poor on the NIL stuff and saying that they need Congress to regulate this and that. And it's like, like, no, like Congress needs to step in and regulate. Like, all right, so let's say Washington joins the Big Ten, right? And it's like, you know, like Washington and Maryland play every year. Washington and Rutgers or Washington and, you know, Wisconsin. Like, who gives a shit, right? Like, it's right. like, who's going to watch these games? This whole thing, it's just this massive race to like not like truly nothing's going to matter and then it becomes like how is it any different from like minor league baseball or minor league football well it, you always have the passionate fan bases but it just seems like can we just fast forward to the part where we get the 30 to 40 schools that just form their yeah. own football super conference division and then like can everything else just kind of go back to what i would call like good regional rivalries and conferences that make sense. Like that's all I, I as, as a mid American yeah. football fan, like we haven't really been hurt by realignment. Like, can, can we just play over here in our little sandbox yeah. and I'll get hyped about the OU game and the Toledo game and whatever. Like that's all. And have about. something to play for too. Like, yeah, the Mac should absolutely Mac and Sunbelt. We should absolutely be in FCS. Have something to play for. I would love Golden to play that. in that tournament at the end awesome. of the year. Yes. It would be awesome. And it would be playing against people our own size and all that. Like, like perfect example. Like, what does a school like Oregon State do when the Pac-12 just disintegrates? And, you know, they have a good fan base. They have loyal fans. Or Washington State, right? Or, yeah. uh, you know, it, it's like what, like, what happens to, like, their facilities and their coaching contracts when they're, they're – you know, TV rights deal gets cut, cut by 75%. You know, how are they going to pay their bills? It's like just the greed and the lack of foresight and just, I'm going to get mine is absolutely astonishing. Yes. But and then, and, and then the big Ten's trying to be like, well, you know what? Like we're not, we're not the, the cause of all this. We're not the ones <laughs> don't blame us. We don't want to be seen as the, the guys, you know, breaking up the Pac-12. It's, oh, yeah, yeah, sure sure thing, guys. Like the USC, UCLA thing didn't didn't throw this yeah. whole thing into a tailspin. You know? it's, it's so, oh, God, it's so stupid. I, I hate it. I hate it. But that's all right. People like it. I'll, I'll continue to watch my Miami football games. I'll, you know, I'll follow basketball. But it just seems like college sports is headed in a direction that doesn't seem good. And all. then there's also like concerns about, all right, like if some of the, like Jim Delaney was talking about this, who's a soulless ghoul, but uh, you know, if these conferences get above 16 teams to 18, 20 teams, then they may be, you know, targeted with the same antitrust or, you know, uh, scrutiny that the NCAA is, Yeah, you know? So, cause they kind of cease being conferences. And what and, even is the point of an 18 team conference in football? Right. Like you're never going to play it. Like it's, it just doesn't make sense to me on a, there's no more regional level. rivalries. Right. Like, you know, like when schools like, like Oregon and Oregon state aren't playing anymore or, 
It just like Colorado nothing and Nebraska matters. haven't played in years. Yeah, since they each left the 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 Big Twelve. It, yeah, none of it makes. How sense. how much of a uh, how much of a do over do you think the the Big Ten wishes they had on like bringing in Rutgers, Maryland, you know, Nebraska? Like, well, it's like, tough to it's tough to know because it's like how much did they just value the TV markets as opposed to the actual institution, you know? Yeah. I, I, I think the ACC is going to be really interesting as well. But like, you got to think that like the SEC, they're like, fuck, like, why do we bring Mizzou in? You know, <laughs> like at what point do, does, does somebody get kicked to the curb too? That's like, yeah, that's interesting. Like Vandy or Northwestern. You're, you're, you're people at Northwestern, Randy. Congrats on the Skip Holtz. Uh, Congrats on the Loretta Lynch coming in for another investigation, <laughs> an independent investigation. Yeah. Uh congrats to D Rap, you know? Yeah. Uh God, what a what a disaster that is. I don't know. College sports, I, I lost interest a long time ago and, and I know. I'm, I'm, it's you know, expediting that, that that loss of interest. When does hard knocks start? It's gotta start soon, I would think. This this week or next, right? Yeah. Who who are I, we, uh, who are we with? The Jets? Los Jets, yeah. Los Jets. Yeah. I guess it could be interesting. You know, I haven't watched Hard Knocks in a few years. I have to admit. Yeah. Um, I thought I thought Sean Payton's comments about Nathaniel Hackett were were awesome. They were sick, and they were also I I thought Aaron Rodgers laying into him was also sick. Yeah, it was like, hey, let's just lay it all out. But like yeah. calling calling it one of the worst coaching performances <laughs> in the history of the NFL because it was. That's what I'm here for, man. Yeah. You know, and like, I'm not a big Sean Payton guy either. Um, you know, so we'll see. Uh, that was everything I had on the sports front, you know, kind of just kind of just, a uh, sleepy time. Have you been watching any of the women's yeah. world cup? You know what? I'm, I got, I have not watched much of it yet, but I got Sunday morning, 5 a.m. Eastern time, Sweden, USA. Yeah. Got that on the calendar. Whole family's waking up for that one. Who, who will, who will the Schuster household be going for? House divided oh, or everybody for oh, Sweden? Everybody for Sweden. Okay. Yeah, I I think I'm with that that former player that's railing on the uh, U.S. side for for not being passionate and not not playing with conviction. Mm. You know, I, it was a rather unimpressive group stage for the U.S. They did get through. I I watched um, not this last game that was at 3 a.m. Although I will say, Goodbar and my two nephews all got up at 3 a.m. to watch the game, so that was pretty cool. I said, you, "There's no way I'm, I'm not getting up at 3 a.m. for anything." Uh, yeah, but I might have to. Oh, you know what? When when did you say the Sweden game is? Sunday, 5 a.m. Sunday. Mm, that's gonna be tough. I'll tape it. I'll tape it. <laughs> You'll be over in the UK though, so it'll be a good. I'll be leaving that night for the yeah. UK. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, best yeah. of luck to your Swedes. I, I think you. I'm. I you know as much as I love Sweden, I, I think I got a pull for the US. My girl Rose Lavelle, Cincinnati native, um, and I really like that Sophia Smith, the striker. She's a she's yeah. a Coloradan. We might have to get THG on to uh, to break it down. You know, recap it afterwards and just. You know what he liked, what he didn't like. Is there a female equivalent of Reem? Things of that nature. And with all this Trump news too, we might we we might need a dual purpose. THG just you know catch us up on the conspiracies and also the yeah. women's World Cup. 
And on Hunter Biden. I know THG is a big Hunter Biden guy. Exactly. I, I would throw that under, you know, conspiracy or, you know, ongoing investigation, if you will. Yeah. Hunter Biden's sick. <laughs> uh, so... Uh, you want to thank our next sponsor? I would love to, TC. It's our friends at Precision Pro. I know you know this, TC, but for anybody listening, did you know we have our own rangefinder and carrying case now? That's right. We've partnered up with our friends at Precision Pro Golf to customize the NX10 rangefinder with your favorite NLU designs to rep the pod on the course. Head to precisionprogolf.com slash NLU and use code no laying up, all one word, no laying up, to save $20 on the rangefinder and case. We all have been using the NX10 for almost a year now, and the rangefinder is a tank. It locks onto targets lightning quick. And it's got a bunch of additional features such as slope switch, HD optics, a magnetic cart mount. All that makes the NX10 our go-to choice on the course. And you won't find better customer care package in golf. They offer free battery replacements, they have industry-leading customer service and a 90-day money-back guarantee. There's a reason Precision Pro has been our trusted partner for years. So don't wait. Go to precisionprogolf.com slash NLU and save $20 and get your NLU rangefinder and carrying case using code NOLAYINGUP. Thank Precision Pro for being a wonderful sponsor. Um, TC, what do you hey. want to dive into? Anything you've been watching, reading, eating, drinking? Yes. You know, I, I last chop session, I had said I was kind of in a bit of a funk reading wise. I picked up a novel actually up at the uh, my one of my favorite bookstores up in Boulder, the Boulder Bookstore. They have a robust section with staff picks, recommendations, yeah. which I love. They do a little, you know, two, three, four sentence write up on why they like the book. And I picked up a book by Nathaniel Ian Miller called The Memoirs of Stockholm Sven. It's a wow. new novel about, it, it's set in the, the 1920s and it follows a guy from Stockholm up to the remote island of Spitsbergen in the Arctic. Oh. It's kind of just a, you know, the the some of the, quotes on the book called a modern day call of the wild it's just this guy who kind of leaves city life to go up into the wilderness and become a fur trapper hunter uh and there are some other stories along those lines but a nice fun interesting thoughtful novel nice yeah i love it yeah um I, uh how about you? I just finished. I just finished uh, Jeff Shackelford's. And this is not a golf podcast, but <laughs> Jeff Shackelford's "Golf Architecture for Normal People" it was fantastic. Was it kind of? Yeah, it kind of demystifies all the, you know, all the jargon, all the bullshit. It yeah. just brings it back to real terms. Um, yeah, it kind of reminded me of like some of my favorite wine books. It's like, hey man, we're just talking about arc, like agriculture here, as far as wine. Like, yeah, hey, we're just talking about like mounds and bunkers and grass here you know let's bring it back to reality so yeah it was really good i would, I would highly recommend it awesome i would say on uh on eating so this is hyper specific but being up in northern michigan petoskey harbor springs last week there's a little market called toski sands and they sell the best beer cheese dip that oh. Love beer cheese exists anywhere. So I ate so much beer cheese dip with either you can do it with wheat thins, triscuits, regular cracker. 
just perfect snack to have on vacation. You ever have uh, rainforest crisps, I think they're called? No, huh? Uh, I think they're called rainforest crisps. They sell them at Whole Foods. Sorry, rain coast crisps. They've got like rosemary, cherry. I don't know. They're rain coast crisps. Okay, I'll put you on the lookout for those. I eat a ton of cheese. Whole Foods finally been getting my favorite cheese back in. Uh, Barely buzzed from Utah. It's got like a little coffee like espresso rind on the outside. It's like the best wine cheese ever. Um, so I've been I've been beating up those raincoast crisps and then just, just baguettes as well. Also, finally branching out, getting getting like I'm just really uh, displeased with the produce at, at my local, you know, Publix, my local Whole Foods. Mm. Been going to the farmers market, man. Hell yeah, peaches, tomato, and I got to drive like to the other side of town. It's like a, it's like an hour and a half commitment you know, round trip, but, uh, Jacksonville farmer's market over, over, you know, west of Riverside there and tomatoes, corn, peaches, uh, nectarines, citrus, all that stuff. Also, Randy got the, got the lemon tree and the lime tree has, has it, it in the backyard. Is it bearing it, fruit yet? The lime tree is producing some of the biggest limes I've ever <laughs> seen. It's crazy. Uh, so that thing's going nuts. I got this cool Australian bottle tree put in too. It's really, really, it's dope. Uh, Alex won't let me put a, a, a Norfolk Island pine in. She, she said we don't have enough room for it. So we'll keep working on her trees. Getting, it doesn't, it, it bears mentioning trees are awesome. Trees yeah. Rock. I'm spending, I'm, it's like my hobby right now. I'm spending too much money on them probably. And they're just so freaking cool, man. Well, We're putting elephant ears in the front yard. Like I've like, we've got phases going, you know, I'm working on this one section in the backyard right now. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm trying to train my podocarpus bushes next to the pool to grow vertically. Mm. Uh, so been, been out there with like the, the hand, you know, clippers or whatever, clipping those. It's so fun. You are your father's son. I, I should say the yeah. franchise, huge, huge landscape guy and, and a great landscape guy at that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, shit. He, I mean, he's 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 very proficient on like a baby bobcat, you know, bulldozer. Yeah. But he, yeah, he's got he's got all manner of conifers and Japanese maples and all sorts of crazy shit. And he even names his conifers in his yard. He's got you know he's got this blue spruce that he calls Bubba or Huey or something. <laughs> well, and now we know where Neil gets his yeah his yeah. his naming. Uh, uh, I don't know what the word is. Where why Neil likes to name everything. Uh, um, how about watching or drinking? Anything to report? Uh, I, you know what? I finally watched the season finale of uh, White Lotus last night. Season one or two? Two. Okay. I thought season one was like a masterpiece. Tour de Force. I thought season two kind of sucked. Yeah, I remember. I so I watched it a while ago. I don't know if I felt like it sucked, but I definitely felt like season one was more enjoyable for me. Yeah, just I don't know. Season two just felt a little bit contrived, and I didn't really agree with the characters as much. I didn't really have as much, mm-hmm. you know, affinity for for any of them. Uh, I don't know. It was just you know, and maybe that's just because I watched it sporadically or whatnot. Yeah. Um, you- otherwise, no. I gotta I gotta catch up on Top Chef. They're over in London, and you know, uh, across the pond for this season. I I, I tend to like to binge those though. 
So, have you seen Barbie or Oppenheimer yet? I have. I have not. I need to go do it. Have you? I've seen both now. TC. Okay. We, we saw Barbie in Michigan one night. We we group of ladies and I went. Uh, it, listen, it was fun. I don't think it was quite the movie I was expecting it to be. I, I was thinking. I, I don't know quite what I had in mind. I, I think I was thinking because I knew Will Ferrell was in it and I thought it, he was going to be kind of like a Zoolander type role, you know, the, the yeah. antagonist, but, it, but he, he really wasn't. I thought it was a very creative movie. I thought the music was fantastic. I thought it was a fun night at the theater. And then I went and saw Oppenheimer last night and I was like, holy shit. Like Christopher Nolan. I'm not sure anybody's doing it better than Christopher Nolan right now. Uh, Oppenheimer was three yeah. hours of just pure, like it, it, it fucking slapped TC. I loved every second of it. I'm excited to you know get in the mood and go go see it. Really, uh, really get deep into it. Yeah. So uh, it's like three hours, right? Three. Yeah, just over three hours, and okay. never lost my attention. Um, God, what else we got? Uh, as far as any sort of cooking or whatnot, just a, just a lot of traveling. So I do want to, you know, what? I want to give a shout out once again to Root Down, the uh, the restaurant in the Denver airport. I know they've got they've also got a restaurant, you know, in Denver proper. But yeah, that, I I think that I, I think One Flew South in Atlanta has kind of fallen off. I think Root Down might be my favorite airport restaurant in the world right now. Wow, they're good. Yeah, I, I'm. I I don't say that with that much surprise on the part of root down, just you're a man Service who knows great. You're a man it, who knows airport restaurants. It's super quick. Uh, service is great. Yeah. The other thing, uh, Randy, we need to get one out here at the beach, but Kava, Kava rules. Do you guys have Kava in Denver? I don't, uh, I don't. It's kind of like Mediterranean Chipotle. Okay. No, I don't um, know of any, there might be some out in like the burbs. Okay. Yeah. It's awesome. I mean, it's a chain, but you know, it's awesome. They, they just went public, I think. Um, but yeah, otherwise, you know, eat a bunch of meat when I was out in Nebraska, kind of the point where, uh, I thought my, my intestines were going to shut down after the third or fourth day. Um, how, how was your trip to Nebraska? Any, anything to report on? Well, it was, it was great. The, uh, I want to thank United for getting me, you know, getting me from, uh, Jax to Jax to Dulles to Frankfurt to Manchester <laughs> in one piece. I brought my golf clubs all the way to Manchester. Didn't play golf. Flew to, and then, yeah, and then I flew, uh, actually I flew on the route you're about to take. Uh, I flew from, uh, London to, uh, Denver direct wonderful flight on the seven, eight, seven, nine hundred. Um, the Dreamliner. Yeah. Great, you know, great crew. Uh, and then, yeah, stayed at, stayed at the Denver airport for the night and then drove out to Nebraska. And, uh, man, I love it there. It's the people, the vistas. It's just, it's just what I like about America is present in Nebraska. That's fantastic. So the golf was great. Um, and then, yeah. And then, came back home home for a couple of weeks here it's it's hot but uh I, you know playing some golf here the next next few days playing with the party doctor this afternoon got got our big match against Bortles tomorrow yeah what is that the club championship 
Uh, it's like the second round of the alt shot, you know, match play ladder. Okay. So, um, but yeah, I'm down to a 1.4 right now, Woo. which is crazy. It's crazy. So the Sarge is playing some good golf. Um, it's just, it, you know, it's funny out there in Nebraska. It's like, there's just enough altitude to make you think about it. It's like a half club. Yeah. It's kind of like a tiebreaker if you're between clubs. Mm -hmm. So do you play it all in, um, in uh, Michigan? Yeah, I did. Uh, Goodbar and I played three rounds together. We, we started our trip at Kingsley. Always a treat to get back to Kingsley. Yeah. Any, any downturn or any changes there with the new Escalante ownership? You know, it as you remembered it. It was it was pretty much as I've remembered it. I the the big news coming out of that trip, they're the super who uh I believe it was Mike DeVries in our tourist sauce episode called him like the one of the best grass yeah. growers anywhere. He has left TC. He has left Kingsley. Is he going to the Doke? The Doke spot? That's exactly right. There's a new Doke course. Actually, it's an old Doke course that's gonna be a new yeah. Doke course, Harbor Point is Harbor Point or High Point. High, high Point. High Point yeah. Club in Traverse City. And that's where uh, this super has gone to. I don't know the exact date of their opening. I think either late this year or next season. But with him there and Doak, and it, it sounds like it's going to be a pretty pretty cool new course and club. So that was the big news, I guess, to report from Kingsley. But it's just a treat to be at Kingsley. Um we played Belvedere and then we played the Heather course at Boyne. Okay. And I can report Goodbar and I played a 54 hole match across those three rounds and I beat his ass, TC, 15 and wow. 14. 15 and 14. That's right. So you only had to play four four rounds uh, or four four holes? It, it, it finished after the fourth hole at the Heather. Wow. Yeah. Uh, God, that's a shame because that's such a good finishing hole there. I know. At the Heather. One of the best finishing holes in all of America. Um, but yeah, Northern Michigan, I, as I said, it was pure few days on the lake, which were just sublime, you know, did you guys get a boat or anything or, so or my, just, yeah, my, my uncle has a place up there and on mullet Lake and okay. he's got, he's got a boat, he's got a jet ski, uh, he's got, you know, all the toys. So we spent a day over there. We took kayaks out onto Little Traverse Bay from Harbor Harbor Springs, which was really nice. Uh, we went up to Sturgeon Bay Beach, which is my favorite beach up there. Very relaxing. A few days though, like towards the end of the end of the week, where it was highs of I don't know 71, 72 degrees, dropping into the fifties at night. Just you know exactly what I think of when I think of summers in Northern Michigan. Yeah, that was that was the one thing about going from here to Hoy Lake to it was like the three hottest days of the year in Nebraska. <laughs> yeah. I got it just to, you know, my 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 lower respiratory was like pretty confused. Uh it was fucking cold at Hoy Lake. Yeah. Cold and rainy. And God, you would the the open. I'm so pumped for you to go to the women's open. Uh the open at Hoy Lake was just the people were awesome just hardcore golf fans i'm not sure a single person left because it was raining just That's, you know yeah. buckled up and like people were very vigilant about put your brawly down put your brawly down uh you know um, umbrella uh 
etiquette huge huge over there as so, it should be you know yeah, as it should be yeah good on them so uh gosh what else we got um oh dude so gustav yesterday i was on i was on kids duty last night alex was working late um he he's mostly potty trained but sometimes he's just like dad i got poop when you gotta go like, you gotta go and i'm like you got poop or like you pooped and he's like i pooped <laughs> and i mean he it was bad and like he's not wearing a diaper right so i had Ooh. to it was just i just straight up like threw away the entire outfit i was like you're getting in the shower i i puked oh because it smelled Ugh. so vicious yeah uh so that's the, that's the smell update uh yeah you, you know, got to take the bad with the good right with, yeah. with the yeah. smells yeah smelled it smelled some cows when we were heading through you know northeastern uh colorado yeah as well very very pungent smells as well so um but yeah, all the it was really cool out in Nebraska. All the wildflowers were were popping. Mm -hmm. The uh, uh, pen pen stamens and uh, I don't know all sorts of other these purple ones, these yeah. yellow ones. It was awesome. So, you know, I'm I'm sheepishly I have to admit I've never been to the state of Nebraska, even now living somewhat close to it. I I really need to get over and at least go to like Wild Horse somewhere kind of more western Nebraska. Yeah, you just go hang out in Gothenburg for a few days. Yeah. Cool little town. Maybe this so, fall. Yeah. Uh, God, what else we got going? You want to get into some monitoring stuff? Yeah, let's hit some monitoring. Uh, we'll keep it somewhat short and sweet this week. Yeah. <laughs> we keep putting off the voicemails. We, we promise at some point we'll, we'll start incorporating those again. It's just yeah. been really busy with travel. I, I think come fall when the when the proper golf calendar kind of dies down a bit, we'll, we'll lean back into those. So apologies in advance, but yeah, hit me with some monitoring stuff. Where, where are we starting? Yeah. DJ yesterday was just like, Hey, are you guys monitoring this, this super typhoon in uh, Japan in, o in Okinawa? We're not, we, it, I'll be honest. We weren't. So, <laughs> and that's on, us. Uh, yeah. Um, typhoon Kanun uh lashed okinawa it sounds like it's turning back towards kind of the same area and some of these japanese islands so again i apologize we have we've not been vigilant enough on that so uh but on the flip side i do want to say we have been all over the jackson mahomes yes case uh i appreciate people sending this along in the dms and everything uh this is it's, it's just it's awful Randy, uh, the woman who accused Jackson Mahomes of sexual assault has been forced to close down her restaurant as the publicity has appeared to lead to significant losses. This is per the Kansas City Star. It's awful. Um, we were so close to making it that this whole thing happened. An employee said via the Daily Shark. So, you know, I hate it. I hate it. Uh, this guy continues to just wreak havoc out there unchecked. Uh, and what at does some it point, say for the people of Kansas City? Seemingly, you know, coming down on Jackson's side. I th there's so many bad actors in that organization, too. Between and that low key, there have been for a while. Like Frank Clark, Tyreek Hill, Andy Reid's son. Um, Who's, I don't know, even remember the guy's name. Who's the guy who killed Javon Belcher? Yeah. Guy? Yeah, it's just like, what are we doing out there, guys? Like Clark Hunt and the gang, what are we doing? 
you know? So the fact that like, I think we're to the point where the NFL needs to suspend Patrick Mahomes. As a message. I think that's the only thing left that they can do that will really get through to the Mahomes. I don't see it as any different from like what, because he's in the facility. He was at the match. He's, you know, he's in the box, all that stuff. And it's like, I don't see it as any different from like John Morant hanging out with the, with the wrong crew. I agree with you. So listen, we'll continue to monitor it. We'll continue to track it. We'll continue to keep the heat on out there. Um, something else too, uh, Randy, this came through yesterday in, uh, in the Stratechery pot or, uh, Stratechery newsletter that, uh, Neil turned me on to. Oh, can't wait ago. for this. Ben Thompson. There uh, allegedly there is a a massive breakthrough in Korea, South Korea. This like mega conductor that <laughs> it, it can can essentially it's you know it it can conduct electricity and all sorts of stuff on just this higher plane. <laughs> it's like basically like what civilizations are built on. Wow. So, and it does it at, at room temperature and at low pressure. Cause it's, it's one thing to kind of create these conditions under, you know, super high pressures and super high or low temperatures. I'm not sure, but it's another thing to do it at, you know, normal conditions. So, um, this could completely change the, uh, you know, change the, the, the trajectory of humankind. We need. I feel like I feel like humankind needs a W. I <laughs> we need like a things, big W. Yeah, I feel like things aren't really looking super swell for us at the moment. So if we could get a little momentum going, that'd be yeah big for humankind. It's like a turnover, you yeah. know. Yeah, turnover. We're going the other get way. A little field position. Yeah, just get back to playing our game. Exactly. Exactly. You know, it would be. It would. And, it, and I. Th- I guess this is some sort of. Thing that is very, you know, it would be um, like you could you could manufacture or create this element or this this uh, you know material with these properties. You don't have to mine for it or all that stuff. So uh, you know, we will we will stay at the stay at the forefront of that as well as YSL. I mentioned it earlier. Um, There's simply too much going on to to set a date for this YSL podcast. It's it's crazy. It's um, yeah. So um, this is an update from, of course, the Daily Loud. They've been all over this. They're they're like the Woodward and Bernstein on this YSL case. <laughs> uh, a member of Young Thug's YSL crew was arrested during a goat sacrificing ritual, and their attorney wants that info removed from the trial. Um, so you know, a lot going on there. Uh, I texted our guy, Magic Jeff, one of Neil and I's buddies from Atlanta. Um, he said, I mean, it's just overwhelming, man. It's because he subscribes to that wacky Afro-Caribbean religion that some ATL rappers have recently converted to. 21 Savage, no plug, most uh, mostly East Atlanta guys. So it's actually surprising that a YSL guy, generally Westside centric, got in on that. Then I said, I said, I'm not familiar with no plugs work. And, and, and he said, no plug killed bankroll fresh and got acquitted for self-defense. It's crazy. Basically what Gucci Mane did to one of Jeezy's cronies. Gucci stole Jeezy's chain and one of Jeezy's soldiers tried to commit an armed robbery to get it back. 
Gucci killed the dude and left him in his backyard, and the only charge was failure to report a death. <laughs> so, you know, oh. um, but yeah, I guess, you know, the attorneys don't want this goat sacrificing ritual to, you know, color the, the jury's uh, impression of, sure. you know, the defendants here. Sure. So, uh, yeah, you know, a lot going on. Um, you know, again, we're going to, we're going to stay abreast of it and, and kind of go from there. So, um, well, and then, you. uh, this is, this is, this one kind of hits close to home for you, especially as a, you know, as a homeowner, a property owner there, Hilton head shark attack. Oh, my God, TC, this was shocking. This is from, well, it's from the Island packet website newspaper, but Which, the, I, I, I like, I don't have to tell you that. They're, they're doing important journalism. They're on top the of the local passes. scene. Yeah, Hilton Head Island. Uh, July 22nd, a man was bitten by a shark while in the Sea Pines Beach waters on a Friday afternoon. It says around 3 p.m. on July 22nd, the man was wading waist deep in the ocean when a shark bit him on the foot. Uh, shore Beach Service personnel removed the man from the water and called Hilton Head Island Fire Rescue Paramedics to respond. Uh, you know, the man's going to be okay. He was a 60-year-old gentleman. Uh, we don't know if he was a local or if he was visiting. Presumably, he was visiting likely from Ohio or somewhere in the Midwest. <laughs> uh, but TC, I whew. Didn't know Sea Pines was at risk of shark attacks. This is a game changer. And my first thought is I'm just worried what this is going to do to the value of week 15 in Spicebush. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you know, one one has to think this is just 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 a numbers game, right? It happens yeah. from time to time all over the place. Um, you know, ocean's really warm this year. Maybe that really has something warm. to do with it. Yeah, you know they're coming coming to different spots. So, <laughs> yeah. So anybody in the in the Hilton Head area, especially Sea Pines, you know, just keep that head on a swivel. You, you got to be yeah. you got to be alert. Yeah. Uh, Randy, you been following any of this UFO stuff? I haven't, TC. I feel like that's the big story I've been missing out on with some travels. Yeah, I mean, it's, we talked about it a little bit a few weeks ago. Uh, it's you know, continues to just be some, some great headlines. I know Neil and Cody have been locked in on it. Uh, I'm all for the UFO stuff. I think there's something there. I think, I think the government's covering some stuff up. Didn't some expert, so, uh, under oath say that there was yeah. a, a non, a, a non human yes. body in possession by the U S government or something. Yes. And then, yeah. And then you start looking into all the stuff off the coast of San Diego you know, like very credible, like Navy pilots that are, you know, their sightings and stuff, crazy yeah. stuff, Randy, crazy mm -hmm. stuff. So, uh, and then speaking of crazy stuff, things continue to pop off over in this, this corridor of coups in Africa. Yep. We, we, had, we had a coup in Niger last week. Um, you know, fantastic aesthetic. I got to, I got to compliment them on that i was gonna say as always looking good those the you know kind of the off-brand camo great beret uh just really serious serious look um but yeah it seems like there's kind of a an entire 
band straight across, uh, you know, I guess it's Saharan Africa, kind of sub-Saharan, like the top of sub-Saharan Africa. That is, yeah. uh, you know, every country has basically undergone a coup. And, you know, that's where all the Al-Qaeda and Islamic militancy seems to be popping off right now. So, yeah, you know, it's your Sudan, Chad, Mali, Burkina Faso, things of that nature. There's a there's a New York Times article from what's the date on this? Uh, July 29th by Declan Walsh titled Coast to Coast a Corridor of Coups Brings Turmoil in Africa. Just fascinating stuff. Yeah. Uh Speaking of fascinating stuff, do you see DJ's elected official from? Uh, I did. Van Orden. Uh, I did. From, Getting in asses. Wisconsin. Yeah, he's he's not happy. Kids were taking selfies. Some of the little Senate pages were taking selfies. <laughs> in the Capitol Rotunda. They were disrespecting, and, uh, disrespecting the space. He said, "Quote: Wake the fuck up, you little shits! What the fuck are you all doing?" <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. You are defiling the, the space, you pieces of shit. Who the fuck are you? Uh, in order to ask to which one individual said they were Senate pages. I don't give a fuck who you are. <laughs> get out. You jackasses, get out. He refuses to apologize for it. Uh, Mitch McConnell, your guy who he had a rough, rough cool. goal of it last week. Yeah. Uh, cocaine Mitch and um, Schumer. It's like the one thing that can kind of unite them. They both they both kind of publicly repudiated it. So, uh, you know, I, I think we have to look for an apology from DJ. We will look for an apology from DJ. I do want to say, though, who hasn't been somewhere where there's a group of 16 or 17-year-old kids just acting a fool? And you've yeah. everybody, you've wanted to tell people this from time to time, right? Uh, so yeah. I do have some sympathy with, representative van orden but maybe not the best way to handle it totally you know there's a right way and a wrong way to handle things like you know i'm, I'm at my wits end with people standing on the left side of moving sidewalks oh, uh and just standing God. there oh i'm on i'm at my wits end with people uh talking on the speak on speakerphone or doing oh, just a facetime on speakerphone oh, in the delta God. lounge and the amex lounge i'm at my wits end with people crowding the luggage carousel to the point where horrible it's you know it's just inhumane behavior so yeah. you know we do need to to take a long look in the mirror i think i, w I will say van orden his when they asked him like why were you so upset at these kids he said quote the history of the united states capitol rotunda that during the civil war it was used as a field hospital as a field hospital and countless union soldiers died on that floor and they died because they were fighting the civil war to end slavery. And I think that place should be treated with a tremendous amount of respect for the dead. He said, if anyone had been laying a series of graves in Arlington national cemetery, what do you think people would say? Listen, yeah. he, he's not completely wrong. Just maybe there was a better way to go about it. Yeah. I guess this guy gets bombed in his office allegedly as well. Or he's like, Hey, you, you come to my office. It's extension of Wisconsin. Uh, he says, and I guess he was also outside the Capitol on January 6th. Oh, well, listen. So, yeah. He's just angry. Uh, he's angry TC. 
Randy, I read this article, another New York Times banger about uh, the Starlink satellites, the internet satellites. Yeah, Elon's got himself a, a bit of power, doesn't he? He does. This was fascinating. Just kind of reading about low Earth orbit and how, you know, how much shit is up there too. There's 4,500 of these things. There's probably going to be upwards of 40,000 of them uh, at some point in the near, you know, in the next five to 10 years, who's responsible for cleaning up all this space debris, um, you know, and, and yeah, kind of like how, you know, how, how you dictate this article was all through the prism of Ukraine and cause the, you know, the Ukrainians are using all this stuff for their battlefield communications and but you know elon's kind of saying like telling them what they can and can't use it for and different territories or different parts of the battlefield where they can't use it it's fascinating so uh very very interested to see kind of you know it's it kind of makes you wonder too of like man like if this guy's amassed so much power like like how like how has this happened in the private sector and not by our government you know right so I don't know. Yeah, very interesting one. It's it's called Elon Musk's Unmatched Power in the Stars is the Oof. name of it. So, um, gosh, what else we got? We got um, got Joe Lewis. Uh, oh, yeah. Well, first of all, the water wars. Mm. Man, I, there was a big article about um, you know drought in Iraq, kind of in the cradle of, civ of civilization between the Tigris and the Euphrates rivers, stuff drying up there um you know i shit's popping off man i i think we're gonna start seeing big time big time conflict with water over the next the next like starting right now and escalating cool. more and more so yeah just it's not, it's just not sure if i'm ready for that tc Randy, we need some W's, man. I know. We need some W's. I know. I know. Let's get that semi, the mega conductor up, up and active. Yeah. Uh, speaking of a W, uh, this guy, this guy Joe Lewis, not the boxer, the, the billionaire owner of Tottenham Hotspur, got charged with insider trading. We'd love that. Uh, you know, this is the guy that I think he's tied in pretty closely with, like Poulter and and Stenson and those guys. He's he's the Tavistock guy. You know, Lake Nona, oh, Iowa, okay. uh, Albany, things of that nature. Uh, yeah, he was just tossing tossing all sorts of non-public information to his to his friends and colleagues. 86, so, 86 know, years old. Yeah, romantic partners, personal assistants, pilots for his private jets, all sorts of stuff. So insider trading it never never fails to make me laugh. Speaking of, uh, I, I know that Solly just got his hands on an advanced copy of Billy Walter's new book. Yes. Yes. I believe there'll be some tasty morsels in that. Yeah, I believe I believe he signed a, an electronic NDA, so he <laughs> can't. We can't. We can't divulge anything. anything. But yeah, uh, very 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 fun fun stuff there. So, uh, Randy. Your girl Lizzo is under attack. I know. I'm just hearing about this, TC. Apparently, not nice. Not nice. Body yeah, shaming, I, fat shaming. I, I, I don't know all the details, but it doesn't sound good for Lizzo. I hate it. I hate it. I know, I know DJ and Justine 
our esteemed colleagues and friends are, are big, big Lizzo fans. Uh, Randy, this came across my desk yesterday. Seems to be some turmoil at Ernst and Young. Uh, so I got to, right I know. I, I, and listen, I take my alumnus status of Ernst and Young very seriously. This is, this has not been on my radar TC, but you have my word. I got to look into what's going on. Yeah, it's, uh, I, I think the, there was some sort of like split or some sort of, I don't know if it was some sort of corporate, you know, they were divestiture or whatever, but, um, they, I don't know. They're, they were, they were going to like split into separate businesses. And then I guess that failed. I know they and, were, they, uh, they wanted to spin off their transaction advisory service is I I'm assuming yeah. that's what this is related to. I think so. It sounds like most of this is, uh, it's been mostly covered in the Financial Times. I don't subscribe to the Financial Times, so I can't really figure out exactly what's going on. But just wanted to put it on your radar screen so you can talk to Chuck about it. You can talk to, you know, just just making sure that you're abreast. You know who still works there? Our guy, Joe Maraca. <laughs> Might need to bring Love him that. on for a segment. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then, you know, I'm not sure. KVV's on vacation this week. Just a few airport things. KVV's clubs still might be overseas, Randy. <laughs> they, uh, is they he went just to, chalking those uh, up as a lost cause? Yeah, I mean, he should. I mean, he should like get fully reimbursed for them now. And then, you yeah. know, if he ever gets them back. He, but um, I think they went to France. And then somehow they went to Newcastle. Yeah. On the other side of England. And... Um, yeah, I don't know. It's it's crazy. Uh, your Sky Team Alliance, not good, man. Not no. good. I mean, tis the season though between KVV. I saw Danielle Kang was pissed off at an airline. I, yeah, it's definitely you know lost bag season, which is Lonto Griffin, yeah. uh, Allison Lee. Um, I, I will say, hand up, United shredded some guy's bag. It looked like it got <laughs> melted. <laughs> Almost. Uh, it's going to happen from time to time. Yes. Um, Cody, Cody also had a, a bad delay uh, on the way back from from Denver last week. Uh, but I will say DJ got diverted to Minneapolis and and they got him back to Milwaukee that night. So, you know. Uh, and full, full disclosure on my recent travels, I, I was on a direct flight united denver to traverse city on the way out and then on the way back i was at delta out of pelston through detroit on the way back you know i, I like honestly that's that might be my favorite way to travel i usually do that to cincinnati as well because of some arrival departure times but doing one on the way there and one on the way back get a little they, taste of both how were the experiences good the United experience was fantastic. Got a first class upgrade. Oh, couldn't have been smoother. And then Delta on the way back was great. You know, it's a little puddle jumper from Pelston down to Detroit. Fun little flight. And then Detroit to Denver was was totally good. Awesome. Well, I um, I do have to say United was a disaster on Monday morning. I flipped to Newark uh, just for the day. They were a disaster. I showed up. Their systems were down. The 
premier access line was overrun with people who weren't premier access. Randy, oh. I thought I was going to miss the flight. Um, you know, I'm just trying, I already checked in. I'm just trying to drop my bag off. Right. <laughs> Showed up an hour and 15 yeah. ahead of time and, you know, wait there for 25 minutes. And then I don't know, it ended up getting me there and all that, but it was, it was tough. Uh, there, I think there is hope on the horizon that house bill passed. I don't know if the Senate passed it, FAA funding and, you know, some, some help I think is on the way. I think it's going to be too little too late. Um, and then Randy, I do have to say there was a drunk Delta passenger. I saw that, uh, that was kind of wilding out, assaulting people, assaulted a teenager. Um, not good. Delta just allegedly kept giving this guy. Was this uh, guy who had 11 drinks, 11 drinks, 11. That's yeah. a lot. Yeah. It's a lot of drinks. And, uh, I will say on the flight on Monday morning, I sat down and then this lady, I'm up in first class, this lady in like the first couple of rows of, of economy uh, launches into prayer. She's just, just yelling like, uh, and, and like, dear God, heavenly father, dear God, dear God, heavenly father, we thank you so much for this pilot. We thank you so much. And you know, the, the flight attendants kind of went back to investigate and they're like, oh, she's praying. Like, we're just going to let her keep going. Huh. It was, it was wild. So, uh, last thing I had, Randy, domestic, domestic airline rankings. I saw these are out via, via air advisor. Um, Delta number one, no surprise. No there. surprise. Hawaiian number two, bit of a surprise there. Yeah. I mean, they don't even have a proper business class product. Poosh has said that they're pretty hit or miss. Um, but you know, a lot of point to point flying. I, I doubt that things can get too out of whack with Hawaiian. Uh, United number three. You know, I think we got to chalk that up as a W. Alaska number four. American number five. That's surprising. Yeah. JetBlue number six. Allegiant, or sorry, Southwest number seven. Allegiant number eight. Spirit number nine. And your boys at Frontier. We hit the 10. board. We hit the board. I don't know I mean, what other airlines are out there. You know, I'm that down. Sun Country Airlines, True. Silver, um, you know, Breeze, Avello. Uh, but I, I think that's that's pretty disappointing for your hitters at Frontier. Well, I think a lot like Formula One, you, you have there are really kind of three races within this top ten. You have your your bottom of the grid, your your Allegiant Spirit Frontier battle. You know. I, I don't like that Frontier is losing that. I'm going to have to talk to my people. And then you have the midfield battle, which I'd say Alaska, American, JetBlue, and Southwest. I think yeah. the biggest shocker there is, you know, Southwest, their reputation and their standing has really steadily decreased over the last couple of years. Massive fall from grace there. JetBlue kind of needs to get their shit together a little bit too. Yeah. And then, and then um, you have the top of the grid, Delta, Hawaiian. Hawaiian, I'm, I'm a little surprised by. It feels like this is a Delta versus United race at this point. Yeah, it is. I, you know, I'm very keen to see what your, your take on the, the Transcon experience is over to London Heathrow. And I will say, for full disclosure, TC, there's, there's nobody more benevolent and generous than Mr. TC. He is sharing his prosperity with me. He got me an upgrade from premium plus on my Denver to Heathrow flight. I'm, I'm now in 
first class, business class. I have a lay flat. It's going to be the first time in my life on the Dreamliner. I'm so excited for the experience. So thank you, Mr. TC. Randy, thank you. Uh, listen, I'm not buying your silence. You can you can speak freely, speak you know, speak honestly and openly uh, about United from here on out. Uh, I'm just worried you're going to be too tall huh, for I the know. Polaris seat. I know. You know. I know. We're going to have to go fetal position. I think. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, well, good stuff. We'll have plenty plenty of eclectic shit on the trap draw here in the coming weeks. And uh, thank you to Precision Pro, to Holderness and Born, and to everybody for listening. Randy, safe travels. I wish you safe passage, TC. <laughs> Favorite rapper, hey, now I'm your favorite trapper's favorite trapper. The 